Welcome to Tell Me More Live, the recorded version of our live storytelling night at the Push Comedy Theater in Norfolk, Virginia. In this recording, Anthony Nobles shares a story about how he made some money. My story is a story about something that started out as a way to encourage kindness in others, but it ended up just as a way for me to be kind to myself. Uh, So when I was in high school, I uh, decided and went through the process of making my own currency, like paper money, out of out of like printer paper at the school. And this started because, uh, to give you a little context, I went to the International Baccalaureate Program at Princess Anne High School. It was like, wow, that's great. Uh, Um, my, (laughs) uh, so this was like a nerdy school. This was like a nerdy program. It was an advanced program and everybody there was kind of like me, uh, just like kind of nerdy, geeky people who embrace this aspect of their lives. And our senior year in biology class, we learned about genetic disorders, And one of my friends, Eric, decided that I was probably secretly afflicted with Kleinfelter's disorder. Kleinfelter's is a genetic disorder in which you have one male chromosome and one female chromosome. You are XXY. And there was no reason that he thought I had Kleinfelter's syndrome, (laughs) except the symptoms of Kleinfelter's syndrome. Um... I'm tall. I'm a kind of lanky person. I have longer than normal fingers, or at least in Eric's head. Uh, I I had hair to my shoulders at that point. And so it became this, like, running inside joke my senior year of high school that I had Kleinfelter syndrome. And I was also, I was a class officer. I was in class council, so uh, I, I was involved in student government. I did stuff like that. And I had been trying to think of a way to encourage my peers to, to get involved and to do good things and be involved in our class. And so I had this idea. I will create a paper money that is an incentive for people to do the right thing, but also embraces my, I, uh, this, this joke that I have Kleinfelter's disease. I'm going to take this hurtful, mean joke, <laughs> and I'm going to just shove it back at them. And so I created Kleinbucks. And uh, so they were called Kleinbucks, and every Kleinbuck, instead of a person's face, they had like a very lanky stick figure <laughs> with very long limbs, uh, in the middle of the Kleinbuck, and they all, uh, they had a serial number, and there was a quote by me. Money is the key to success, Anthony Nobles. <laughs> and uh, they all had, uh, I, I uh, was Catholic, I was raised Catholic, and so they said, in Catholic God we trust. <laughs> and uh, that you, could, you could cash in Kleinbucks for different stuff. So 10 Kleinbucks would get you one kiss from me, and no one ever exchanged them for that. Uh, 20 bucks would get you a wink, 50 bucks would get you a crunch bar, 
And 100 Kleinbucks was equal to one U.S. dollar. And so all this was printed on the Kleinbucks, and I printed a bunch out. And the idea was that I would hand them out for random acts of kindness, uh, R-A-K, and I would write, like, nice rack onto the Kleinbuck and give them to people if they, if they did the right thing. Like, I notice somebody in the hall or they stay after school and do something great, I'll give them a Kleinbuck and it'll become this incentive thing for people to do the right thing. And so I, I printed a few of them on uh, the, computer, the printers in one of our classrooms and I would pass them out to people and I liked the attention of it uh, so much that I printed some more and it became this sort of running joke that I was printing Kleinbucks. And then the next month was Halloween, and so I made a special Halloween edition of Kleinbucks. And the, the prizes changed. You could cash them in, and I would perform a bat screech. Uh, then there was Christmas was coming up, but instead of Christmas Kleinbucks, we did Advent because of the Catholic identity thing. Uh, so there was an Advent edition and there was a Valentine's Day edition. For Valentine's Day, instead of stick figures, the middle of the Kleinbuck had like different gossipy things that were happening at school. Like who was dating whom, there would be like a picture of it. One of them had two people that were like caught making out on the biology tables in the biology room. That was a Kleinbuck or like a love triangle. And so, uh, so, so it became this like inside jokey thing, and it got bigger that year when uh, we went to Latin convention. Latin, Latin was my foreign language in high school. I took many years of Latin, and every year we went to a convention with other people from Virginia who also took this language. I, I used the word nerdy, right? Like, this shouldn't be surprising to you. Uh, we went to Richmond. And we would go to sessions or do trivia contests or uh, like there was a toga banquet every year. And so I was convinced that I was going to take Latin convention by storm with Kleinbucks. And at this point, it became an industrial production of Kleinbucks. I uh, sneaked into the teacher workroom. And I didn't just use the copy machine. I used the risograph machine which is like the heavy-duty copier. And <laughs> it speaks to what a weird person I was. I thought that this was the most badass thing in the world. Like, I'm here in the copy room. Like, I had somebody stationed outside in case a teacher came by and they knew that I was doing this. Like, I was so cool and going against the grain by printing my own weird currency based on a genetic disorder on the school computers. And I went to Latin convention. I printed 1,800 of them. And I was just passing them out to people. And they only caught on with one guy. He was a Latin teacher from Southwest Virginia with a ponytail. And uh, on the Latin convention edition of Kleinbucks, the, the 100 buck prize, I, don't, I didn't even know what it meant, but it was going to be Caesar's treat. And this guy became convinced that he wanted Caesar's treat. And no one had ever collected 100 Kleinbucks before. But I had also never printed 1,800 of them at a time. So he told all his students, like, you need to gather these up, and I'm going to win this prize. 
And uh, they did. They got to 100 pretty quick. And I wound up uh, dancing to a Pussycat Dolls song. And I don't think that was what he thought he was getting for his money, but he, he lived with it. That was okay. Um, and toward the end of the year, in, in this program, we had to take a class called Theory of Knowledge. So it was all about how people think and how they think about the world. And it was a group. We had to do a group project at the end of the year for this class. And essentially, I just hijacked it. And it was going to be all about, it was going to be like currency and why currency has value to people. And, uh, but really, it was not going to be about that. It was just going to be about Klein Bucks. So uh, somebody in my group had a camera and they like went with me to local businesses as I tried to pay for things with Klein Bucks. And sort of caught how they reacted and then we, we talked about it or whatever on camera. And we went to the coffee shop in the, in the central library and, and a couple of other places. But I was so nervous that I, like, went in and forewarned the workers. Like, hey, we're about to walk in here and we're going to do this. So just be ready for it. But the last stop, we went to the Taco Bell drive through <laughs> And I ordered something. I got up to the window where you pay. And I went to pay for it with Klein Bucks. And the woman just goes, oh, hell no. And I flipped. I thought she was going to call the cops. I, like, pulled out my real money very quickly and handed it to her, and it was all fine. Uh, but I was really nervous. Uh, and I, we probably got a B on the project or something, which was entirely unfair. We did a very good job. Um, Toward the end of my senior year, I started to think, this will be my legacy. I'm going to get somebody else to continue Kleinbucks. I'm going to talk an underclassman into doing this thing that is so very narcissistic uh, and has nothing to do with them. And it, that never caught on. It, it was not a thing after I left. It was, it was never an enduring part of, uh, of Princess Anne High School or of my life or of anything. It was dumb. Uh, and as I think back on Kleinbucks, the, the thing that it makes me realize, what I, what I think about is, like, why did people put up with this? This lasted the entire course of my senior year, and apparently people gave me enough attention that I kept doing it. Like, mild laughter or whatever it was. Like, why, why did people laugh at this or put up with this or whatever? And uh, I, I realized that this was a big part of me growing up because other people were just kind. Like, they indulged this very narcissistic, self-centered, and really dumb, not-that-funny thing and put up with it for the entire course of a year. The person who uh, was in my group on the Theory of Knowledge project and agreed to go with me to local businesses on a thing that, let's be real, that project had a ceiling of a B. It was never going to be better than a B project. She's my wife now, and, like, why did she do that? I don't know. It's, it was really dumb. Uh, but in some ways, uh, when, when you love yourself too much, 
Uh, all other people have to do is give you a little bit of love back, and that is enough. And uh, that helped me to grow up. And clearly I've grown a lot because now I'm here telling a story about myself doing this very narcissistic thing. Thank you. We hope you enjoyed this story of kindness. If you'd like to come out and tell a story like this one, or just enjoy the show, visit tellmemorelive.org. That's tellmemorelive.org, where you'll find a list of upcoming shows, submission and contact forms, and more Storyteller podcasts. Until next time, thanks for listening to Tell Me More Live.